Levels are. Oh my god. Okay, Will's been doing this since since he saw the episode. I got a bird. No, you didn't, Will. It's if clearly they, they don't know it's, it's an clearly audio medium. Just, I could have a bird. Just you, Will. You drink too much. I do. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know where. I don't know where he's hearing it. That's not. I don't know where he's picking it up. Firstly, it is you, and it I would obviously be from you. I don't know where it's. Uh, should have been an eye doctor. Jason should have been an eye doctor. You're not my uh, dad, bird. You don't know that. You're not my dad. Welcome to Will and Jace. A Frasier podcast. Stupid Will talking bird talking Will. Brah. <laughs> you can do that the whole episode? Yes. <laughs> Don't know where he's picking this stuff up. Welcome everybody to season four, episode 14, To Kill a Talking Bird, something I definitely want to do right now. Original air date, February 25th, 1997. I'm Jace. I've seen Frasier a whole bunch of times. And I'm Will, and I'm seeing it for the first time. And I don't know if you're aware of this, you're more than halfway through season four now. Uh, yeah. I knew that. So hashtag 411s, hashtag more than halfway through 411s. <laughs> we have a lot of hashtags on Instagram. Is there a length we're, limit, character limit on hashtags? We're going to find it. We're going to find it, baby. <laughs> hashtag we're going to find it, baby. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag the bird is real. The bird is... Hashtag no bird deniers. <laughs> Hashtag hoax bird. <laughs> a lot of bird deniers today. Last week you took a, a stab at this one. Uh, the guess you had was not particularly close. Here's what you had to say. There's a parrot that Niles hates. It's Maris's prized parrot, and he thinks to like take care of it, he can win her back, but he hates the parrot. And it's everyone like at Maris's mansion with his parrot. Just repeating stuff and making general mayhem. So it wasn't Maris's bird. I'm really invested it was, in their separation sort of, ending. Sort of a bird Maris. It which, was a bird Maris. Yeah, yes, in the sure. ballpark. Yeah, not yeah. as much as the bird. Eats dog. every other day. Well, so we'll, white it's almost blue. We'll, <laughs> we'll get that's a good line. We'll get to it. Uh, here's what the episode is actually about, though. The episode begins with Fraser having a bit of a rough patch in his dating life. So Roz decides to try to set him up on a date with Rita, someone she knows from aerobics class. Well, Fraser tries to go on a date with Rita, does not go particularly well, and Fraser is feeling pretty depressed about his love life. Meanwhile, Niles has moved on with his life and, and moved into his bachelor pad at the Montana, the fanciest apartment building, condo building, something building in Seattle. And he wants to make a good impression, so he decides he's going to throw a dinner party for the other residents of the Montana. Frazier is invited to the dinner party, and he notices a lovely person in Niles' building that will be there as well. So Frazier gets his hopes up that maybe this will end the drought in his love life. Niles, after moving into the Montana, decided he had to get rid of his dog, uh, so he got a new pet. He got a pet cockatoo, a pet bird. The bird seems lovely, however, gets very spooked by both the door doorbell and by fire. Through a series of doorbell and fire mishaps, the bird ends up attached to Niles' head, and Fraser is forced to kind of host the dinner party with Niles trying to ease or coax the bird off of his head. Eventually, Niles comes clean with the guests and says, uh, there's a bird on my head. They take it very well, but then the bird starts talking and repeating some unflattering things about the guests, and they all storm out and leave. Post-credit scene, Fraser with the bird on his head. Brock. 
can't play as much okay, basketball well, we just, as you want. I just want you to bro. be. Just want you to be Will. I never I thought know, I'd say I that. I want to be Will too. I got this bird. <laughs> I bought a bird. No they bird. live for so long, Jason. No they live for way longer than you think. It's the fourth time we've tried to record this episode. Do you think anyone wants a bird? <laughs> I don't. Good Lord willing, Martin. Beginning of the episode. There's a rip in his chair. More duct tape. Get me my, what does he call it? My upholstery kit. My upholstery kit, yeah. Do you think that we're going to like notice more and more duct tape? I do. Tape? I think that a dust cape, duct tape is going to escalate. Also, here's a question for you, and I honestly am not positive of the answer on this. Is it duck tape or duct duct tape? Duct tape. It's for ducks. D-U-C-T. T, so for like an air duct. Like an air duct. Air duct. I actually, I want to make fun of you, but I I thought the same thing once. Yeah, well, because I've also heard that it is water repellent, much like a duck, which is, is why they call it duct tape. Well, I was good. You had me on that. Right, so I don't know. I don't know the answer to that is it's what I'm saying. Tape. Okay. It's duct tape. Okay. It's definitely should, duct should tape. We, should we bet? Should we make a bet? Yes, it's should, duct tape. Let's bet one cockatoo. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, if I lose, I have to get another cockatoo. <laughs> We'll be right back, everybody. What? Guess who won the bet, Will? Yes. <laughs> Don't have to have this anymore. Oh. Ah! It, oh. Yeah. It gets scared by water and car ah, horns. Geez. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, for those that are curious, it is duct tape, but there is a brand called duct tape. So This is the content that keeps people coming back. This is why, this is why they're here. Tune yeah. in. Yep. <laughs> what kind of tape is it? Hey, you gotta listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, it's a Frasier podcast, but they also answer all the mysteries of the universe. I don't know if they have a bird or not. <laughs> it's unclear. It's an audio medium. There's no bird. There's a bird. <laughs> Roz sets up Frasier with Rita. From his aerob- or from her aerobics class, I should yeah, say. Yeah, maybe Frazier's maybe not Fra- doing aerobics. Maybe, maybe you don't Fraser wear vests when be. you do aerobics. Is this the first time that Roz has set Fraser up on a date? I feel like yes. She's tried she- to before. Well, she set Niles up. They went to the singles bar. Yes, that one time. But didn't she set Fraser up with the friend that she's like? She's so she's five nine. She's a golfer. You know what? You're right. Then they ended up with Bulldog. Yes, yes. That's so right. Roz okay. has tried. Good call. Well, Roz trying again with Rita. Did not go particularly well, though. No. Uh, apparently, uh, Rita said the souffle will take a little bit longer. She said, oh, dear God, no. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she left the jacket in Fraser's car, and uh, she said, just keep it, which not probably good if you're on a date. No. I was thinking, what, what what are other like bad sick Like, if you're on a date, what would be a really bad signal? My phone's at 60%, and that makes me jumpy. So I'm going I'm to go gonna charge that up. It's probably a bad signal uh, when I tried to call the number she gave me, but it had an Icelandic area code. Order food to go just right out. Uh, when you notice that, that she's been in the bathroom for uh, over 24 hours, probably not good. When he gets an Uber after they hear about your Fraser podcast. <laughs> You've lost a lot of dates that way. I have. That's why I came into this married. <laughs> Fraser says, I've tried singles bars. He's tried singles bars. I've tried blind dates. I've tried a lecture series at the museum. I've even tried looking helplessly at produce, which I thought was a really That's funny pretty line. Good. Yeah. Of those, which do you think is the best way to meet somebody? Hmm. Okay, I so like we got lecture series at the museum. Lecture series. And, and, and why do you say that? Because you're going to meet someone that's already in your Fraser lane. Seems like you'd meet someone that's really boring, though. Am well, I right? He's really boring. <laughs> Churchill story. Ugh. <laughs> I got to say, I would probably 
go with the produce at the grocery you like store. like the pro- looking forlorn? Well, I have not not hitting on somebody, but I have legitimately asked people about how to pick out good produce before, so that's a good opening. Carrots. Yeah. Well, carrots are <laughs> done. pretty obvious how to there find a good go. and bad carrot, I Call think. Call it good. These are all orange. <laughs> I'm not good at shopping. Hey, did you, uh, you know that employee at KUCL? You see Christine there? Christine. Who's that? Goodness. Hello, Christine. <laughs> Shut it down. She, uh, she is doing everything. That's right. what it sounds <laughs> <laughs> Tucking my shirt into my khaki pants. That's what it says on my driver's license. Yeah, where the hell did Christine come from? And where did she go? Yeah. Will she be back? You asking me? I predict that no, we will never see Christine again. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> okay, there's hope. Junior well. assistant intern Christine. Uh, the Montana. The Montana. I have so little spoiled for me left, except for... Daphne killing the whole family in the mm-hmm. finale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an apartment? Jesus. Fleshes I forget. I forget that there are apartments that look like that. There's like an inner balcony. Well, is it is it an apartment or a condo? Whatever. It's, yeah. That's in a building. Okay. That's crazy. So you you think that it's an absurdly... Yes. Yeah, like detailed, intricate, large yeah, apartment. Like yeah, a, it makes Fraser apartment look like crap. Let me tell you this. You haven't even seen the half of it yet. And when I say the half of it, I'm there's literally, another half. There's, there's another half of it. It also raises the question, so this is not Maris's money. Mm. This is Niles' money. Yeah. Niles does do well. I guess so. Although no. he said lease, I guess he doesn't didn't buy this one. Right, right. So he didn't buy the apartment or the condo. He's leasing it. But you have but to down. imagine crazy lease. Yeah, I mean, whether you're, wild bu- lease. yeah whether you're buying it or leasing it, that's got to be a high payment at the Montana. He still feels poor because he doesn't have people. He gets his own bills. What's your impression of the Montana just in general from the... I mean, absurdly posh. Maybe the nicest building in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Certainly the nicest one where you can rent. Compare that to the Elliott Bay Towers. Oh, that piece of shit. <laughs> With, you got the rock music coming from the penthouse. That's yep. new money. That's crap. You got Niles' doorman living down the hall. Yeah, ugh. I mean, a Montana doorman is doing well. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, some of us are just loving this. Some of the best people in the world are Montana doormen. <laughs> so where do the Elliott Bay Towers doormen live? Maybe the Shangri-La. Whoop, I don't well, want to let another factoid do slip. Don't let it all confuse me. I, I thought it was a very nice apart. I yeah. like the dark wood, the dark dark mahogany. <laughs> Why are your eyes mahogany there? Oh, my gosh. Dark mahogany? Yeah, sorry. Dark wood? Oh, I get really excited when I'm talking interior design. <laughs> it did look really, really nice. If you had a choice between living at Fraser's condo or Niles's condo, just from the just from what I've seen, what you've seen, God, Niles's condo, Fraser does have a balcony, the Space Needle, the Space, space Needle, Space that's a Space Needle, Space, okay, Space Needle, we're back, okay, Space Needle, okay, we're good. Did you just exercise Clive out of you? Did you not? He's in you now. Oh my goodness! Is that the Space Needle? It's my bird, Will. Fly home. Come back here. Fly home, Archimedes. <laughs> Why did you get him? I won the bet. Great point. Great point. But yeah, if he so doesn't th- have a balcony, I would still pick Frazier's. Okay. But uh, if there's th- that guitarist above me, then I'm picking Niles's Freddy dark Ch- hard Freddy wood. Chainsaw. Yeah, Freddy Chainsaw. And that's a lot. And that kitchen actually has a door and makes sense to be silent. Right. Though it isn't. No, you can hear. I mean, the bird will tell you. <laughs> yeah, Niles does not. I wrote this down. Niles does not have a silent kitchen because he kept going, ah. Oh, yeah. You heard him. Hear. Yeah. You didn't sound the kitchen. And that wasn't even get, that loud. You got to get the uh, the kitchen designers yeah. back, although they're not going to take your calls. <laughs> sure. Silent up that kitchen. Well, I mean, his main contractor was Joe, and yeah. it's kind of awkward now. They've lost a lot. They have. 
<laughs> last couple seasons. The Crane Boys. Burning bridges all over the place. Lost a lot. Yeah. They even cut ties with their main bridge guy. <laughs> Roz dated my bridge guy. <laughs> so Niles brings his dog over early in the episode, Lady. Yeah. To see Lady again. Lady first introduced season three episode, uh, Chess Pains. Yes. If you remember that. So we've, we, Lady's been around for a minute. And I think they were done with dealing with this dog. Prediction is this the last time? It's we're the last see time lady? we saw Lady. That's why we did this. Okay. It's like, I'm done having this dog on set. It's going to close out that storyline. Yep. He gave it away to a great family. What was your favorite Lady moment? <laughs> <laughs> I will remember you. <laughs> Something unpredictable. But in the end, it's right. I hope you And time, time. We can't do it anymore. anymore. That's it. You can't see it, but there's a slow PowerPoint slideshow of Lady going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember when That's she a... was standing awkwardly close to Niles, and, and uh, that other time she, she came over. Hey there, Delilah. And she moved to New York. <laughs> so instead of Lady, we get Baby. Brah! Baby the bird. Baby the bird. He's got kind of a, a thing about names. He does. Lady, Lady Baby. Baby, yeah. Maris. <laughs> this bird, I found the bird a little less Marisy, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. All birds are kind of Marisy because they're birds. You haven't met Maris, have you? No. Yeah. That's the next episode. That's, it's got to be soon. Yeah. we're gonna, They really faded Maris. They keep hinting at I her. Know. When are we going to meet this lady? The bird, uh, good idea, bad idea? Birds are always a bad idea. I, and first birds off, are bad ideas. I understand it's obviously very sitcom-y, you know, yeah. get a bird's talking and, and that lends itself well to some things. Yeah. But on top of that, I feel like it goes against Niles' character a bit he's so germaphobic and worried about germs and stuff like birds notoriously are very dirty niles would not have a bird well okay if niles niles is controlling the environment of this bird let's assume he's purelling its paws before it's on him and like his whole you shouldn't pure everybody at home don't, don't purell your bird don't purell your bird <laughs> don't purell your bird yeah but niles is disinfecting the bird by if the he, way our new sponsor purell, purell put it on your bird <laughs> don't I think Niles would control the environment, make sure it's a very clean bird, then mm-hmm. let it on him. But it's, uh, you notice it was picking at his hair? Yes, yeah. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I don't know if Dave, I think that was in the script. Yeah, that makes me wonder uh, if that was just the bird. David, was it just picking at your hair? Was it, was the bird, it was a little bird improv? A little bird prop. Yeah. Give me a place. Niles' head. Niles' head's good. Okay, what's the bird doing? Ah! Okay, that's, I like that. We're going to roll with that. <laughs> Love bird prov. We get to meet Stephanie, Stephanie Garrett. Now a regular. Uh, lives at the Montana, lives in Niles' building. doing quite well. Seemed to hit it off with Frazier. Yes. She knew him from college. You saw him in a college well, show. it counts, that counts. That doesn't count as know you from college. I, you have that's to have where had a she knows him from originally. Whatever. They were in Harvard together. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite jokes in the episode was... Raw. <laughs> Yeah, basically, it's when uh, Martin was in the kitchen and just like bobbing, bobbing up and with down the with the bird. <laughs> I thought that was great. He does look like it. What type of bird do you say it was? Cockatoo. That's a cockatoo. They didn't yeah. say it was a cockatoo. They did once. And did I was they? I was waiting for it because I was like, is it a parrot? Doesn't look like a parrot. Do yeah. parrots have that battle plume thing? I don't think so. That like horn it has? I don't think That's so. That's cool. Yeah. It, 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 it's a really cool looking bird. I want a battle plume. I heard they auditioned over 9,000 birds for that role, <laughs> for the role of baby. All right. And you'll be reading these lines. And one of them they had to cut, just wasn't working out. Yeah. It, and they started filming. A really cool story is one of the birds that was auditioning for baby got the role of Daphne. <laughs> it was Jane Leaves. Jane Leaves. Jane Leaves. Originally yeah. auditioned. Funny story. For the bird baby. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> they knew that the, the baby storyline before the pilot, they knew and that that was coming down the pike. So they wanted to get that audition out of the way first. And this bird yeah. is in hot in Cleveland. There you go. Yeah. 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 And originally Daphne, before Jane leaves, they decided to do Daphne. Originally Daphne was going to be Helen Mirren. <laughs> Who Helen Mirren plays the bird when it baby when exactly. she comes back? Yeah, exactly. Yep. It all connects. Such a showbiz is so cool. Showbiz. Every everything's connected. Everything just goes to back. show. It just, just goes, goes to, to show. show. Yeah. yeah. You know, never give up. That is that is the moral. Yeah. <laughs> just goes to show that you, everybody don't give up. Purell your bird. Don't though. Purell the bird. You should, no, don't do it's it. Dirty. Don't purell your bird. <laughs> the folks that live at the Montana is about what you'd expect yeah, to live at the Montana. That's upper crust. We have Peter Suter who is an investment banker and handles some of Bill Gates's money. Yes. Little Seattle mention there. Bill Gates, Microsoft. Don't talk poorly about the Netherlands or Windows 95. <laughs> That's a good joke. Yep. Did you ever have Windows 95? Remember no, I'm that? young. Yeah. <laughs> we actually just had Max yeah. growing up. Oh, ooh, oh. and Rich. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Elaine, who comes with Peter. I don't think they're husband and wife, but, but maybe dating or friends or something like that. Uh, and we find out later that Elaine is one of Maris's dear friends. Uh, I have a, a picture I'd like you to paint here. So Niles was really nervous when he heard that Elaine was one, was one of Maris's friends. And he said, oh, no, uh, Maris knows three Elaines. Which one is it? Oh, it's a bad one. Tell me about the other two Elaines that Maris knows. <laughs> So good to be on the show, Jason. My name's Elaine Rothbridge. I own all the bridges in Seattle. My father invented the bridge back in 1941. Now, before that, there were actually bridges. Now, they still get you over water, but it's only called a bridge if it's made in Bridge, Massachusetts. A lot of people don't know that. Thank you. Now, it's a- what's that? Is that the tie that I lent your brother Fraser on our date? And it's stained? Well, I won't be having sex with you. Goodbye. Baby, I hear the- Well, Jason, have I introduced you to a lay? Oh, is this Chauncey? Hey, hey, hey Chauncey. Good to see you. Yeah. Uh, tell me tell me about Elaine. This is Elaine von Dusselberg. Oh, hey, hey Miss von, von Of the von Dusselberg. Sure. Yeah. Now, as you know, they're from the Netherlands, and their family owns all the fresh water. <laughs> really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, uh, it's a fun... Fa- a lot of people think that that's just around, but every time it rains, she actually gets an annuity check, is- which is great, because we're putting in copper pipes. There's money in water, though. <laughs> water and money, yes. These are supposed to be deviled. Wow, I guess it's good those two Elaines weren't there. No, not <laughs> together. There have been a lot of funny mix-em-ups there. Will, 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 we're back. Caw! There's no bird. There's a bird, Jason. Get out of here, Chauncey. How'd you, how'd you get into the house? Aren't you in the yard? Go back to Broderick and record your friend's podcast. Oh, we will. Did you see the reunion? I didn't, but I can't wait for your recap. So, also at the party uh, were Carol and Alfred Larkin and their niece. I think I said Willow. Might have been Wilma. Doesn't matter. Sure. Doesn't come up again. Doesn't come up again. I'm amazed you write all these down. Who was your least favorite dinner party guest? Okay, you don't have to answer that. Which were they all again? <laughs> the bird. There's the Lush, the Lech, the Elaine. What's a Lech? Uh, isn't a Lech someone that's a little handsy? Yeah. What a nice way to say that. You know, like a sexual predator? I was going to say, it's like a sexual predator. <laughs> is it? Is that what a Lech is? Maybe. Bat. Could, yeah. Here, keep keep people busy while I look that up. All right. Jason forgot how to pause the podcast, so I'm just in it now. Um, so, Niles' apartment, if it was one character on Frasier, 
I would say it would be Niles. Secondarily, I would say that that apartment might be Roz. Yeah, I think Alech is somebody who chases after women. That's another. Nice not one. necessarily touching them, as I okay, thought. Okay, that's yeah. not as bad. Yeah, he's a lech. Was it his wife right there? Well, we don't know if that was his wife or not. You got to pay attention ah. to the relationships of the dinner party I guests. Don't. Listen, we're starting to enter the phase of dinner parties. We when are. I told you about Fraser, I actually Frasier, wrote down all caps dinner when I was like, "I'm gonna have a dinner party." So this and nothing's gonna get mix them up. We're getting to that the meat of the Fraser. When <laughs> I told when I told you what the show is about, I said mostly a series of dinner parties. It starts now. So I'm sure it's gonna be outranked. But this will be, so far, this is the stupidest reason for a dinner party to go awry, is that there's a bird on your head you can't get off. You made a good prediction that it will be outranked. <laughs> there will be... It's only season four, Will. The oven's only closing at a 20-degree angle, Fraser. Well, then I guess I'll just have to keep everyone entertained. There is an oven... Well, I can't. Okay, no one. Stop. I already knew about I, the Montana. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't let you... I can't. No more. No more. No I more. already know that Daphne's recast as a cockatoo. <laughs> no, no. The cockatoo was Daphne. Yeah. So, yeah, the dinner party goes a, a bit awry there. Now, if you, <laughs> it's very hard to put yourself in these situations because they're so absurd. If you had a bird attached to your head, would you have... A, stayed in the kitchen like Niles, or B, just come clean? I'm going out. Okay. I got a bird on my head, everybody. I'd just be so ashamed that I got a bird. You seem so proud of it. You know, I, yeah, it's cool. It's a cockatoo. It's got a battle horn. It's pretty cool. Battle cockatoo. So Baby the Bird, is this the last time we'll see Baby? Yes, or is baby they are not be... dealing with a fucking cockatoo. You don't think so? No. Okay. So, no, I don't trust that how expression does, uh, anymore. How do they get rid of baby? They don't then? even mention it. They don't even mention it. They don't it. even say anything. Just, just next gone. Time. Okay. There's just no more bird. I want to mention that you, I don't think you thought we'd see Lady again either. I didn't. And I that got, ended up being well, a full a season, full season a arc. Freaking cockatoo. <laughs> okay. So you're standing. Stead- I'm standing on the cockatoo. who's okay. just gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see the twinkle in your eyes. Interesting. Interesting. You ready for some fun facts? Oh, yeah. We see the cockatoo again every episode, fun. somewhere in the shot. <laughs> fun fact, this episode won the Emmy for Outstanding Directing in a oh, Comedy cool. Series. So this is the episode they submitted, and it won this year. The previous year, they did not win the Emmy for Best Directing and did not get nominated. But the two years before that, they did get nominated and win. So of the first four seasons of Frasier, they won the Emmy for Best Directing three out of four times. I believe, I think, I think this is true. I looked this up earlier and from my memory, I think this might be the last Emmy they win for best directing in a comedy series. They win many more Emmys and awards, but I think for directing, this might be the last one. Pick your shit up off the floor, David Lloyd. Get it together. (laughs) Uh, The director of this episode, by the way, was David Lee. David Lee. So David Lee. Oh, David Lloyd is just my bully from high school. I just hate him. There's a Christopher Lloyd. Uh, and a David Lee. I know yeah. who these people are, Jason. I'm not an idiot. Paint me a picture. Caw. Who are these people? <laughs> um, Which name did I say? <laughs> David Lee also won the Best uh, Director Emmy a couple of years ago, I think for a season two episode. So he's, oh, cool. he's a very uh, prominent Frasier director. Another fun fact, Rosemary Murphy, who plays Carol in the episode, who was the lush, uh, she was in the movie... To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm. This is To Kill a Talkingbird. That's why they cast her. They had to cast her. Because they knew. Yeah. So she played Maudie Atkinson in a 1962 movie, To Kill a Mockingbird. Of course. Yeah. 
You know, we have our Frasier expert. Uh, we try not to bug her too often, but I've got some questions on this one. I'd like to know from Katie Gerritsen, who worked on the show for uh, many, many seasons as a director and assistant director. Firstly, what was it like working with that bird, if she remembers, and just pets in general, because they had the dog Second in this dog. episode. Yeah. All the non-moose pets. Yeah, we know about moose. Moose, moose. Moose, moose. Moose, moose, moose. But I, I'm curious about like birds and, and how they got it to stay Me on too. the head. Like They clearly put the towel over it sometimes yes. when they didn't want to show the bird well that wasn't you understand that yeah. was not a bird under that towel yeah that's right? what I, that's what i'm saying right that's what i'm saying so like they didn't have to have the bird there the whole episode right. they could put the towel on sometimes but the bird was there a fair amount oh yeah yeah so i'm curious that also as a director on the show uh, i wonder if katie garrettson has any fond memories or not fond memories of david lee who won best director for this episode at the emmys and also i'm curious this is a lot i know sorry katie i'm curious how do they pick which episode to submit for emmy consideration and how do they pick which director you know to submit so katie hi guys good to be back you guys had a couple of questions about working with animals and also our emmy winning director of this episode David Lee. Working with animals. We had quite a few animals over the years, uh, but some of the best known, of course, Eddie, played by either Moose or his son Enzo in later seasons. The whippet named Lady, whose physique reminded Niles of Maris. <laughs> One of the many clues as to how Maris appeared in person, which we never saw um, fully anyway. Oh, that dog was so skinny, it used to shiver on set all the time. Or it was just nervous, or both. I remember it just vibrating all the time. We did have a freezing stage, especially when the audience was in. And the lights were on, and the cameras were rolling, all the people were there. We'd keep it super cold. Little sidebar, I remember when B.B. Newworth, who played Fraser's ex-wife Lilith, was guesting, and she... <laughs> complained to the writers that she had 1% body fat and the stage was simply too cold for her. They, of course, replied, well, our star has about 80% body fat and he likes it this way. It was an exaggeration, of course, but those of us who overheard <laughs> could not stop laughing. Back to the other animals. In this episode, there was the infamous Cockatoo. We used a company for all of our animals called Birds and Animals, and our main trainer, who was part of the Fraser family and on set every day, was, I believe I've mentioned her on this show and in previous episodes, a lovely French woman named Mathilde de Cagney, who has trained numerous famous dogs and other animals on so many series, so many movies. She was even the main dog trainer on the live-action film 101 Dalmatians. Can you imagine? For this episode, we did have a special bird handler. My fondest memory was John Mahoney doing the head bob alongside the bird as they stared into each other's eyes. I think we even had outtakes of that in our gag reel that season. John had a hard time not breaking, which means the bird made him break character almost every time and he would bust out laughing. They were quite a pair as they bobbed their heads together. So you guys were also wondering who decides what episode to submit for Emmy consideration. And the answer is the individual directors do the submissions for both the Emmy and DGA awards consideration, the Directors Guild of America awards. 
As directors, we're almost all members of the TV Academy, so we decide which one episode of whatever show we directed over the course of the last season would be submitted each year. For instance, in later seasons, I would direct a few episodes of Frasier, but I would also, they would all, they were very gracious on Frasier, they let me go and direct other shows and then come back and keep my day job as the assistant director. They were really great to me on Frasier. So I did a couple episodes of Frasier, and then I would go do several episodes of other TV series. And I could pick one of any show I directed to submit for consideration that year. Almost always, I would choose a Frasier episode, but I do recall submitting like one season, I submitted the 100th episode of George Lopez, which guest starred Eva Longoria, since it was a really special episode of that show. But in answer to your questions, the directors decide which episode they've directed over the course of the previous season to submit for Emmy consideration, which is not the case for series consideration when a show is put up for best series. When a show is put up for best comedy, the producers would choose, I think, three episodes from that season to submit. The first ballot would go out to all TV Academy members with just a long list of all the series to choose from, which do you think is the best ones? And you would usually do pick five or so. And then the finalists, um, there's usually 10 finalists, are voted on by judges who were Academy members. I was a judge for several seasons, not on comedy because that was a conflict of interest, but on drama series. And we would sit in rooms. We would go to either the Beverly Hilton or then in the later years before it went online, uh, we would go to the TV Academy in North Hollywood and we would watch episodes of the shows that were the finalists and vote vote on them that way. So it was like the Blue Ribbon panel would vote on the finalists. But as far as directing, the directors choose which one they want to submit. David chose To Kill a Talking Bird and he won the Emmy for Best Directing because it was an absolutely wonderful episode. It's a true fan favorite. Cool. Rating for this episode. Why do I want to give it a three? I'm giving it a three. I'm just going with my instincts here. Yeah. So a three is slightly above average. Yeah. Above average for each episode. I just wanted to be, I just wanted that apartment. <laughs> Mostly Did for I, the Montana. You ever think about if for whatever like strange accident of life you got a place like that, mm. how all your friends would kind of hate you? I think so. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. isn't there a level? There's a level of niceness I wouldn't want because you invite friends over and it's like, oh, yeah. Okay. I agree. I you know? agree. And I don't know if that makes us bad people or them bad people. Well, Maybe they'd be both. perfectly cordial, but yeah. you know what they're getting in their car. Yeah, for sure. And they're t- they're talking shit. Uh, I'm going to go four out of five. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I like it a lot. I like a couple things about this episode. I like, first off, Cockatoos. we get to see Niles in his in the Montana. He's yes. moving on a little bit. And it's the introduction of the Montana, which I'm I guessing think is the great. set is sticking around. I think, uh, yes, yes. It was pretty sitcom y, but the thing that's sitcom y is the bird repeating things. And they didn't rely on that until like the very end of the episode. Instead, that's how I they thought, had the classic Frasier. Always talking about the mix em ups. Yeah. Talk about the Frasier classic, like rolling on the rim of the hoop and falling out. Like he's about <laughs> like, I was hoping we could get some alone time. Mm-hmm. You said, what about me? Yeah. Like that happens every episode. It's like Keenan and Kel. Just let Frasier get Ste- laid. Stephanie's horny. Stephanie's horny. It's like, <laughs> no, bird. No, bird. <laughs> I did think the sight gag was good with the bird on the head. And that's a pretty creative way yeah. to use a pet in a bird. And I don't know. I thought I thought that was good. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty absurd. Pre- oh, got a bird extremely on your head. Abs- it's one of, your one of the sillier Frasiers. Yeah. Okay, 
Prediction for next episode. I'm going to send you a picture here. Also, I want to warn you, the title's not going to give you much. Okay. How familiar with Hamlet are you? Whatever I say is going to be inaccurate. Because <laughs> I want to say, like, fairly, but it's going to be some pun. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are red. So the title of the next episode is Roz's Krantz and Goldenstein are dead. That act Okay, then I actually... So it's Roz reading it looks like a hospital bed and looks like a she's in like a black turtleneck with a pretty real looking book. That's not Harry Potter. And that's an old <laughs> hand. Is Harry so Potter Roz, not a real book? Harry Potter would be thicker. It's not. That's not Martin. Unless John Mahoney's hand just does not look good. Um, Roz starts reading to like an older man. She reads him Hamlet. She reads him Shakespeare. And slowly he's trying to like. This is that's kind of too messed up for Roz. She's reading to this like old dying man who's super rich and maybe he wants to like marry her and so she'll be like a super rich widow but then she finds out he's already married. That's what we're going with. Honestly, I mean no, but honestly I think you were on the right track at the beginning. Mm. If you want to try it again, you can. Up Roz to is you. reading Shakespeare at that point? No, no, no. Just Roz decides to start reading. Roz decides to start reading Shakespeare to the elderly, to the dying. And Frazier doesn't think she's going to stick with it, but she really does. And she loves it. All right. Closer. Closer. Okay. Yeah. I might have led you askew with the. She's not actually reading Shakespeare. Roz gets a bird. It's more. <laughs> and then it gets stuck That's on it. her head. That's it. Yep. The, yeah, the rest of season four is <laughs> just all bird, birds. birds stuck on various That's cast why members. That's it's peak phrase. Yeah. It's all birds. It's more beak phrase. Hi-yo! Hey! Beak! Anyways, uh, follow we'll if, come back. if you enjoy our sense of humor. Which, why would you? Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Will and Jade's a Frasier podcast. Please leave us kind reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And also, stick around after the episode. We have a little bit more from Katie Garrettson as well. Until then, I'm done. No more. we have season four episode 14 to kill a talking bird a title i especially love because it's a takeoff of my favorite movie the 1962 film with gregory peck to kill a mockingbird this episode was directed by one of our creators david lee who i've also mentioned in previous episodes david won the emmy for directing this episode i I remember loving his emmy speech he said words to the effect of everyone always wants to direct But I am here before you to say, I am a writer, I am a producer, I am a director. But what I really want to do is act. He was joking, of course, but the room erupted in laughter. David was truly one of the best directors I have ever worked with. His grasp of story and of comedy, it was just so spot on. Even on episodes where he was mostly out of the office and not involved with the writing or or anything on the episode, he would come to one of our run-throughs, watch the whole episode performed as a play, as we always did every week, and would dissect like a surgeon what worked and what didn't in the episode, down to why is this joke here? Why is this whole scene here? How does it move the story forward? He was always right. Believe me, the writers on Frasier were always nervous when they heard the David was coming to their run-through because you just didn't know what would happen, but you always knew that the show would get better. I think the world of David Lee, as I see him as one of the most important mentors of my own career, but he was very particular and very demanding. He was 
also is also. He's still around. He's uh, mostly retired, uh, lives down in Palm Springs. Very smart. So you could never slack or get away with anything around David. Man, I remember one night when he was directing. It was a really difficult episode. It might even have been this one. And he had a horrible head cold. We were in front of the audience during the height of his cold misery. And he was loaded up on cold medications to get through it. I don't recall exactly what happened, but he got irritated by something. Something I think I had nothing to do with, as I recall. But he took it out on me publicly because I was the... I was the one running the show as the assistant director. It was in front of the audience, and it was the one moment on the entire run of Frasier when I just wanted the stage floor to open up and suck me into the earth below. David was later very gracious and, and apologized, but damn, that was a rough night. Overall, though, David was incredibly great to me, and I owe much of my success to him, and I just think he's one of the main reasons. He, Joe Keenan, Christopher Lloyd, David Angel, Peter Casey, who really made Frasier what it was, a very special series. That's it. That's all I've got for this episode. I will talk to you guys on the next one. Bye.